All right, back with you, Sportsbook Radio, AM 1400 KSHP, Sportsbook Radio. Heading east to Baltimore, and that's where we check in with the guys from John, uh, John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com, and you can get hold of Do you see us live? We're live on air. Do you see us? Did you go to the website? We're on the iPad. ready for bowl season? We're, we're ready for bowl season. Mike, wave to Brian on the iPad. Hey, Brian, how you doing today? See, I know you got that yeah, internet connection. I don't have you know, it I'm going to be my, sitting my, right next to you next week. Are you excited, Brian? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, well, the weather's beautiful. i, I got to check the 10-day forecast now. I'll bring a scarf. I'll bring hats, see gloves, mittens. You're bringing. How about getting these college bowl games ready to rock and roll? I know you're, you're anxious. to. You're going to be out here for a lot of the bowl games. I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be banging the bowl games in person. That's what I'm coming out for, baby. All right. How about college? We'll dive into college football in a minute. But how about the college basketball, your backyard? I mean, uh, your little Towson State's got Loyola. you you got all kinds of things happening right, uh, right by your office. Yeah, and you also have Maryland taking on Connecticut on a neutral field tonight. You got a—that's a very compelling matchup. Before we jump to that, seven and one Maryland against five and two Connecticut. You know the line opened up at Pickham. It's now been floating all over the place, and you got—and that's in Madison Square Garden at the Jimmy V Classic. So you know you're going to have a lot of traveling fans from both sides coming from the north from Connecticut, which is really only a train ride away, and then a three-hour you know bus ride from Maryland. So it'll be interesting to see the crowd dynamic over at the Jimmy V Classic. But we'll we'll definitely have that information available when you call us here at triple eight two zero one four two zero one. Man, all I can say is between the hoops, the hockey, and these endings in football, Brian, everyone down to the wire. Oh, well. Everyone, even your Buffalo. I told you last week, I put it right on you. They got the job done. They got the, they did get the job done. Well, it all, the, the insanity started with the Hail Mary on Thursday night in the Packers game. Yeah, it's unbelievable. These these games in bas in football come right down to the wire. Wire. They keep everybody on the edge of the seat. And I'll tell you, I've been making all my money with the game within the game. I don't know if you looked at the box score of the USC game yesterday. Thirty thirty tied. They win by twenty, basically laying eleven. This is where you take advantage of this, these opportunities that everybody is overlooking, and this is why we trade these games here at johnsyndicate.com. You have to pick up the phone and take advantage. If you want to learn how to take advantage of the in-game action that we take advantage of here, by all means, pick up the phone and call us, and there's huge opportunities. Talking about the bowl games, I'm going to let Mike handle that, but college basketball, I've been taking advantage of the in-game trading aspect of this each night. Brian, and it's unbelievable, but you have to be willing and disciplined to wait till halftime. I don't find much value in the first halves, but I'm finding a lot of value in the second well, half. Well, no, and even, and, 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 yeah, you're right. I mean, that happens across the board in college hoops, but I mean, the NFL game last night, a prime example. If you had the under in the game, which was a dead under, uh, you were absolutely compelled to play the over in the second half and have a 16 and a half point middle. And it, and Absolutely. It, you and, know. And, and yesterday, the Dallas Mavericks in NBA even was an example. Dallas was up big at the halftime. You take the Knicks in the second half, you win both. Only team you can't go against, uh, you couldn't take Philly because no matter how, Philly's just, you know, they're 1-21. What are you going to do? I mean, certain <laughs> teams, they can't make the line high enough in the second half. They still didn't cover the game. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you think about Kyle, the, the Bulls, the, the early uh, games that are out there? We were talking about this. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, there's so many games, and really, why bother? But this year, the matchups actually look really, really good. No, I, uh, I've seen it all. We did t- talk about this the other day, and obviously the early line movements on these games, especially um, coming up, they start on the, 
19th. So that entire week following, there should be a lot of action where the live movements have been going crazy. I mean, Appalachian State is started off at nine and a half. They're down to eight. Um, we had San Jose State go from five to three and a half at this point. There's a lot of early line movements that we really want to take advantage and don't want to wait till game day to put in these games while we have an advantage starting early as today. No, but, Brian, let me ask you, how much credence do you put in these win-loss records? Because, you know, you look at a team like Western Kentucky 11-2, and two, and then you have South Florida 8-4, and four, but, you know, and everybody gets all hyped up at the strength and schedule. But these teams have so much time off. And that's the whole thing with me is that you got so much time off between play, it's not even fair to even look at that win-loss record. Well, I think there, there's so many different things you've got to take a peek at. But you, you mentioned the time off. So I, I think the coaches become paramount. Now, not that they aren't each and every game, but who can keep the team, these guys fresh. Uh, motivation's another thing. Team thought they were going to play in a great bowl, didn't get the kind of bowl game they wanted. Do they even want to be there? Uh, then you got teams that – had big injuries at the end of the year, all of a sudden they get two or three key guys back, and you're right. Uh, you know, pick your point. A team that's six and seven, all of a sudden get all the players back. They were five and one with those guys. So, yeah, you exactly. got to start looking down the road. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I look at some notable games like LSU, Texas Tech, the Texas Bowl. You know, the game sitting on that key number of seven. That's that's a that's a barn burner right there in Houston, Texas, eight and three, seven and five, sitting right there. You're going to talk about a huge fan base for Houston and LSU because they'll travel. I mean, these are games that you got to look way ahead to December 29th. And then when you get into these New Year Day games, you got Memphis nine and three against Auburn, six and six, sitting on these field goals, three, two and a half, floating back and forth. And then you get into the good stuff: Wisconsin, USC. All short numbers, threes, and then down to the Peach Bowl, sevens, Houston, Florida State, and then, of course, Alabama, Michigan State. They can't make the line high enough, ten, nine and a half, whatever you call it. But you're talking, this is really wild, 12 and 1, 12 and 1, and you're getting 10. So you know everybody's going to be banging the dog just because they're going to say, I got a team that's 12 and 1, and I'm going to take the points. You know, the other thing, Mike, I would throw out there, too, is uh, you've got to look at, the location of where the game's played. I mean, they, he, he, you know, John mentioned uh, Memphis and Auburn. You're, you're playing that in Auburn's backyard. Uh, you know, so Auburn's three. I mean, you, you know they're going to have great fan support right there in their backyard. And then the other thing is you've got to figure out who travels well because, you know, you'll say it's a neutral field, but in many instances these games aren't on neutral fields. Well, exactly. I mean, a perfect example is Stanford, Iowa, where Stanford's playing literally in their backyard at the Rose Bowl. So, that's the type of game where even though Iowa was undefeated up to this last weekend, Stanford's the type of team that's been rolling teams all year long. They're 11-2, and but they lost early in the year. So a lot of their – with a lot of injuries. So now that they're fully loaded and they're playing literally in their backyard, do you think Iowa, all the guys from the middle of the country, are going to travel all the way to the West Coast? Probably not. So geographically, it's very important to take these games where, you know, the teams travel so well where you're really pretty much getting a home game. All right. Now, hey, listen, we wrap it up. We always ask you about your, your Ravens and what's going on in your backyard. Well, what, do we, what do you do with Baltimore with a, a red-hot Seattle team coming in there this week? And that number has ballooned. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a very odd game. The Ravens have been uh, teeter-tottering, with the, especially with Schaub, Trot, it was, with Schaub starting this week, last week, and they covered. I mean, the fact is – Seattle's one of the hottest teams that came into this game. So 
I don't know. The actual bent, the line hasn't been out. It's at three right now. It's moving up, and realistically, this is the type of game I would stay away from, even though it's right in my backyard. I would stay away from. I mean, there's so many games. better games to mess yeah, with. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would rather play Buffalo plus the points at Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, hey, you'd listen. Come on, I'm just messing with you, Brian. Knock I couldn't even get up. a chuckle. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't I, even I, get a chuckle. You know what? There's no line. If you look at your screen, no line on Seattle, Baltimore yet. It's off the board. Right. No. Anyway, listen. And, and finally, I would just say this: It's about getting the best of the number. You know, you get the over in the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game sitting there. You got a total of 48. That thing's on the rise up to 49. You know, so you, you got to be on top of this, and it behooves you sometimes to bet these games early in the week. Make sure you get the best of the number. That's why uh, the guys are there to help you out at 888-201-4201, johnsyndicate.com. Mike, thank you, buddy, uh, for chipping in. And, John, we will see you in studio next week. I'll see you in studio next week, buddy. All right, man. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Uh, good stuff today. Uh, appreciate it with uh, Darren Banks checking in from the D. Bruce Marshall, Brett Grant getting the fun started. Uh, we're in studio tomorrow. Chuck Esposito will be with us, our good friend from Sunset Station, where we hang out at Club Madrid each and every Sunday. Uh, Mark Lawrence from the Playbook checks in on a Wednesday. And then Thursday we're at Oasis 4955 South Decatur with Vinny Maliulo and friends. And don't forget, we're almost there. Christmas week, New Year's week, we're going to do those two weeks. We're going to do Mondays, the final two Monday night games. We're going to do the shows Mondays at Oasis that week. We'll do our regular Friday show because it's Christmas and New Year's Day. We'll be at the Nugget on Thursday and Friday those weeks. And a little special replay of those broadcasts for you on the holidays. Thanks to Alan for everything. Don't forget the show's archived at sportsbookradio.com.